Join us as we explore timeless wisdom from around the world, seeking truths that resonate most for each individual. Welcome to Peace on Your Journey podcast. I'm John Lawyer, a former soldier turned spiritual traveler. At Kishar, we celebrate the journey of discovery together, delving into various religious, spiritual, and philosophical traditions. For a deeper dive into spirituality, join our vibrant online community at kishar.org. If you'd like to experience this production with dynamic art and video content, check out our YouTube channel at Peace on Your Journey. Let's talk about letting go of the big and the small. The concept of letting go often comes up in various forms in most religious and spiritual constructs. It's a base we can all build on. We can all probably relate to these lingering thoughts or past burdens that generate anxiety for us. We have these things that we've tried to let go of or thoughts that we've had, and yet they seem to endure. And this really brought up for me the concept of samsara, which is a Hindu term that is probably best visualized by a will and it symbolizes this continuous cycle of life, death, and rebirth. And especially in the universal sense that we're born, we live our life, and then we get reincarnated and come back as uh, another being. And so we have our beginning and there's an end, but it just keeps happening. And the Hindus believe this happens and keeps going until one attains enlightenment or moksha and we have this liberation from this samsara and so we have this big universal samsara and then we have all of these smaller or medium samsaras that are these cycles that we relive every single day in our lives you know things that are routines or habits and they could be good or bad and so think about do they serve you do these cycles that you're living serve you so if the ultimate samsara is to achieve this universal liberation of our soul, how can we find peace in that if we can't even break these smaller and medium-sized cycles that we're living every single day, these smaller samsaras? And this comes from ignorance and attachment. And I don't think ignorance has to be a bad word. It just means that we aren't aware or don't have wisdom in a certain place. And so we remain unaware of our own true nature, our self, that self with a capital S. So letting go of these attachments, these cycles that we're living in, can lead us to a greater alignment with ourself. And from personal experience, I found that attachments can repeatedly surface during moments of introspection, dreams, meditation, especially before we go to sleep at night when things are bothering us or other times that we might be by ourselves or thinking about things and it just kind of seeps in. So why is letting go important? You know, we're holding on to emotions, grudges, fears, past traumas, and it's this extra, often unnecessary baggage that we're carrying around with us. It's heavy and it harms our mental well-being. It obstructs our spiritual path and Every time we cling to these burdens, we limit our own peace and happiness. And if there's another party involved in this that we're upset with or that we're carrying something related to them, this isn't impacting them. You know, it's impacting us. They probably don't even know about it. And so we're living this and it's impacting us. And if this other person's involved with it, it's completely extraneous because they're never going to be impacted. 
And so imagine your personal growth as this journey of metamorphosis. Just as a snake sheds its skin to grow, we need to let go of the past to embrace our true potential. It's through releasing these old layers that we truly evolve and step into our brighter self. And I want to share my own personal example of this kind of important cycle or attachment that I've had in my life. You know, I was overseas and I was in Afghanistan for about six and a half years. And when I came home, I didn't want to be at home. I wanted to be back doing my job in Afghanistan. It was a place where I thought that I was doing important things. I was responsible. I was teaching people. I was I was helping people. And I think that that was really something that I couldn't let go of. And if I couldn't let go of who that person was and who I had been, then I couldn't become the person that I was and should have been, you know, in the present moment, day to day. And that's a big one. But what about the smaller ones? Maybe you're worried about financial pressures or issues. And that's important, especially because that's the kind of thing here in the real world we occupy that can really cause us anxiety. But what can we do about it? Are, are we going to do something about it? Should we be letting it hammer us at multiple moments throughout our day and have it take up so much time, energy, and space around us? So moving on a little bit, what are we letting go of? You know, it's past mistakes. Are we dwelling on things? Grudges against people? Toxic relationships? Self-doubt? Is there a need for approval? Limiting beliefs that are these self-imposed notions or beliefs that limit our own growth? Fear of the unknown, material possessions, the need for control, comparison to others, unresolved emotions, procrastination, perfectionism. You know, we can never, ever be perfect. We can be good. We can be great. But we're probably never going to be perfect. Unfulfilled dreams, our ego, denial, old narratives, overthinking, all these negative influences that are in our lives. You know, sometimes we can even get this victim mentality. And I, I think there, you know, I'm not saying that there aren't victims in this world. There absolutely are. But sometimes we can get into this kind of cycle again, samsara, of constantly seeing ourselves as a victim and that prevents our own empowerment. And so we also have to understand what we're truly holding on to. These underlying emotions that are, are below the surface and deeper than what we might think. That's important. We have our own identity or self-worth that that might be attached to some of these things we won't let go of because we think it's part of who we are and it's, it's part of what makes us worthy. So it's serving us. Even if it might be negative, it might be serving us in some way. And so letting it go may feel like we're losing a part of who we are. There's fear of the void. So if we're holding on to this thing, even if it's negative, maybe it feels safe because letting it go suddenly leaves space within us. And that fear causes us to cling to the familiar rather than risk the unknown. And unmet needs, maybe we're clinging to a relationship because there was something in that relationship that was really important to us that we don't know if we'll get back. And so maybe we're holding on to that need for validation or for love. And maybe we're holding on because we're seeking closure. We haven't resolved this thing. So we're holding on to it. And there's external pressures too that can cause us to not let go from society, 
uh, from our family, friends, and peers. Are these cultural narratives or expectations that tell us that we have to have certain beliefs or these roles that we live or these identities that we have. And for me, this is that thing that I call society's the stream of unconsciousness. It's this thing that our culture, our society can pull us in. Maybe it feels a little warm, maybe it feels comfortable, but it's we're being pulled by what society is telling us we should be or what they think that we should be. And it's not who we really want to be or who we are. And this leads me to the thoughts of reflection and introspection. How do we know what we're holding on to? So you have to think about what do I need to let go? So journaling, uh, spiritual guidance or coaching, meditation can show what some of these patterns are, some of these things that we're holding on to. And this isn't a simple thing. We're sitting here talking about it. And maybe we see these things on social media and an image quote or something. And the advice is to, you know, just let go. Let go and live your life. Everything will be fine. And that's easy to say. I mean, it's easy. It's, and maybe it's even easy for me to say here talking to you right now. But how do we actually do it? Just saying I've let go, it won't always do it. It'd be like Michael Scott in the office where he goes out and says to everyone, I declare bankruptcy. The federal government didn't recognize that. And so there's these challenges in letting go. Success can sometimes in our society be equated to these material possessions or holding on to memories. You know, people like to reminisce. And so we get attached to these things. And maybe that's part of what we have to let go of to move forward. And so you can look at the human psyche and have some knowledge that there's this innate fear of uncertainty and the unfamiliar. You know, we crave sameness and then we won't change. This is really contrary to the fact that change is one of the only universal constants. The universe is always in motion and the universe is always changing. And so we have to embrace that. And that's part of letting go is knowing that change is coming. It's always going to be there. And it just is. We have to accept that. We don't have to, but life is easier. And then there's trauma and its deep-rooted effects. And so sometimes there's this layered and complex process of letting go. It's not always that simple. But let's move forward a little bit and look at how to let go. So it's about letting go of X attachment. What's this attachment that you're holding on to? What attachments do we have in life? Are they healthy? Again, do they serve us? And are they, are they serving us in a positive and meaningful way? And it's about not judging others and not judging ourselves. If you just stop judgment, of yourself, judgment of others, life becomes completely different. Try it. It's, it's this amazing thing. It's transformative. And along those lines, there's also forgiveness of yourself. There's forgiveness of others. So you let go of these attachments. You, you stop judgments and you forgive. And imagine how much lighter you would be if you lived these truths. Imagine how much lighter the world around you. And so when something's bothering you, Go ahead and ask yourself, is there something I can do about this right now? And if, if you can do something about it right now, then do that thing. And if not, let it go for now. And you have to ask yourself the question, do I want to do something about this right now? Maybe you can make a change, but it's not something you're willing to do. I think it's, it's something where you can look at yourself and you can say, that's okay, I accept that. So if you're, if you're not willing to make that change, then accept it. And then acceptance can be part of your journey and your path when it comes to letting go and let it be. 
it's a process. So as we see, letting go might not be simple or this easy decision in a single moment. We can say, well, what else is there? How can the spiritual path and our, our spiritual journey aid in letting go? And we should know we can draw from religions, spiritual constructs, philosophies, and, and all these teachings that are out there that emphasize detachment and release. And you can introduce practices like meditation, prayer, or chanting that might help you facilitate the process of letting go. Consider the role of spiritual communities and relationships in letting go. These can provide a safety net of shared experiences and mutual guidance. Your path doesn't have to be a lonely one. People have gone through what you're going through. Even if you think you're alone, no one understands, someone has been through what you've been through. Someone can help you uh, provide context or perspective on, on what's happening. So what is your support system? Ask yourself that question. Is there something or someone to help you with accountability? Is there a collective energy that you can draw from or shared support from a community? And as we look at how the spiritual path helps us in letting go, we can keep in mind the intimate relationship between our day-to-day -day lifestyle and our spiritual path. And that's kind of like looking to be grounded. You know, there's the importance of routine, starting the day right, setting your intentions, creating some structure, and you have the beneficial effects of physical activities, whether it's just walking, uh, doing some yoga, anything that will positively impact your health and well-being. And this is your physical well-being, your mental well-being, and then there's even well-being in the spiritual realm. And maybe it's meditation. There's hard science and spiritual wisdom behind meditation and its effects on our brain, particularly in areas related to emotional regulation, which can be very helpful when you're trying to, you know, let go. And you can use techniques like guided visualization, focusing on releasing negative energies or burdens. Mindfulness may have a special impact when looking at letting go, because mindfulness can really lead to awareness, and awareness is truly powerful. We discussed acceptance earlier, and so now think about how mindfulness or other meditation can help you in acceptance. Focusing on the present without judgment or weight of past actions or future outcomes will also be something that can really help you in this process. And don't think of meditation as this or that or anything that is specific. No one can tell you exactly how to meditate. It doesn't have to be crossed legs, sitting on the floor with your eyes closed. It can be whatever works for you. So let it be whatever helps you the most. Think about the role of ritual. Ritual is just a, a bridge between the tangible world and the spiritual realm. And rituals might aid you in surrender and seeking support from a divine power, your true self or the universe, whatever you want to call that thing. So consider the significance of rituals and cultures all around the world throughout history. You've got purification rites, ceremonies where they burn symbols representing the old. Uh, and then look at the psychological impact of rituals offering a sense of closure and a fresh start, which is really important. I've recently been carrying around mala meditation beads and it's had a notable impact on me. I was trying to find something that would make me more cognizant that I needed to be aware and intentional in what I was doing. It helped calm me down and bring me peace. And I've been 
kind of carting my mala beads around the house and I am more aware. And it's just something small and simple that has worked for me. So think about things like that that might be able to help you out on your process. And think about opening up to the universe while you're letting go. And then, you know, beyond that, think about the space that you get when you let go of something as an opportunity. Visualize the act of letting go as creating the space within yourself. It's not a void. It's an invitation for new experiences and insights. And there's a vibrational alignment. Everything in our universe, including our thoughts and emotions, have a vibration. So holding on to this negative energy and these past burdens can really lower your frequency. So when you let go, suddenly you've got a raised vibration with more positive aligned energy with the universe. And then you might start to see these synchronicities in the, in the universe that once you're aligned with it, you start to see things that guide and reassure you. And these are signs that you're in harmony with the flow of the positive part of the universe. And this can really lead you towards your higher purpose or your dharma and finding out what's most important to you, what you want to do and what you want to be. And that can lead to enhanced intuition and insight. Without that mental and emotional clutter of these things that you've been holding on to, you become more in tune to your intuition, which is that universal knowledge that's behind your consciousness. And this heightened sense of intuition can help guide you and make decisions and understand your, your spiritual path. And if you look at, if you're negative, that's what you attract. If you're positive, that's what you attract. So we, when you think about things like manifestation or the law of attraction or whatever, call it. Once you release things, you let go of things and you replace it with positive intent. Suddenly that purity uh, creates this innate manifestation of the positive that draws you towards uh, a much warmer part of your journey. And so there is this importance of staying open to the universe and it's ever changing. Like we talked about earlier, the universe is always in motion. It's ever evolving. It's full of mysteries that need to be unraveled within yourself. So by remaining open, you position yourself as a lifelong learner and you keep just gaining wisdom. So really, when you think about this, there's not any single answer to this equation. It's deeply personal and a solution will be unique to you. So know that you have the power to understand it. You have the clarity to build what you need to let go. Please remember to explore and be adaptable in your methods and practices. And I really hope you find this as a worthwhile discussion. And if you do, I would love if you could share your own stories or methods of what works for you in letting go in the comments down below. That's what this is about, having a conversation, talking with one another. And if you could go to kishar.org to join a rich community for further discussions on this topic and others, uh, that would be great. And please do like and subscribe to uh, the channel and you'll get more content just like this. Until then, I wish you peace on your journey.